0: Thank you for listening to the podcast of John Thiel Maasbach. We hope it inspires you and pray this message will bless you. Isn't it wonderful that when we pray, we can say our Heavenly Father, we can say Abba Father, which actually means Papa, that shows of such a close-knit relationship. I mean, the bond between a father and a child, that is such a... Such a strong and tight bond that we have and that we can call the creator of the heavens and the earth of all the planets and every living thing that is here that we can call him our father that we can pray and say Papa. All that is such a wondrous thing. And today I want to speak about him as our father. Yes, I believe that is something that must be preached and, and preached again because it's, it's difficult for us to let it really soak in. It's difficult for us to really step into that relationship in such a way that we can release into his hands our whole life, every cell, particle of our being, all our days and time that we can surrender our whole life unto him and know and believe that he has a perfect plan. He has a wondrous plan. He has good things for us in store. It's already written in his book, the life that we will have, the blessings that he has prepared for us. I don't want to miss any of these blessings. I want to walk on the path that he has for me. Or sometimes the path can look a little bit difficult and scary to us when we look to it from a natural mind but i tell you there is no better path there is no safer place than to be in the perfect will of our heavenly father who loves us who loves us who loves us so much that he gave his only begotten son for us but all that believe in him will not perish but have eternal life oh don't you love that scripture the whole bible in one verse john three sixteen. but it says so beautifully In Ephesians chapter one, verse 17, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. This is Paul. This is a prayer of Paul. Paul says, I am praying that Our heavenly Father, the glorious Father, will give you the spirit of understanding and wisdom that you will get to know him. In other words, you cannot know the Father out of your intellect, your own mindset, your own studies. You need the Holy Spirit to open your eyes. Or Jesus himself says, nobody knows the Father but the Son. Nobody knows the Son but the Father. And whom the Son reveals the Father to. Oh, hallelujah. We need Jesus to reveal us the Father. Now, of course, we can read the stories in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, and John, and and they give us a picture of the Father because Jesus came to show us the Father. But we need more than just reading those stories with our mind, with our natural understanding. We need the Holy Spirit to give a revelation, to turn on the light, so to say, that our mind will be able to grasp. You know, I have understood things in the word not because of study or because of reading it or understanding the language, But there were moments that I was reading chapters and I was reading them and rereading them and rereading them. And I knew there is something there, but I just don't understand it. I can't grasp the depth of it until suddenly in the night I woke up and the Holy Spirit would just, just deposit it in me. I don't know how to explain it any other way. He would deposit that enlightenment in me that even it went beyond my mind and it came into my heart, my spirit, that in my inner man I understood something out of the word. And it was glorious and wonderful. And it came from the Holy Spirit and not from my carnal fleshly mind who can know so much by studying, but who cannot know all things. We need the Holy Spirit. Well, it says here, our Father, our glorious Father, do we consider Enough the glory of our father and the glory of our relationship with him. You know, to have a relationship with our creator and to come into that relationship as father, son, as family. God, I mean, God. That just, pause a moment there. I mean, God, God and me, a mortal being. And now God and me, are one in a family i can call him father he calls me his child he calls me his son that 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 baffles my mind that that goes beyond what i can comprehend the eternal one who always was who shall always be in whom time exists he who is the maker of all things the great one the mighty one whose intellect and, and all-knowing goes so far beyond what I can understand. He calls me his son. He calls me his child that is glorious and that gives us such wonderful advantages. I mean, to understand that the, the majesty of his nature and now I can can be one with him in his nature because he gave me a new nature. Doesn't it say that he made all things new in Jesus Christ? I am one with the glorious father and it's all through Jesus Christ. And as he was a father for Jesus, while Jesus was walking here on the earth and calls him Father and and is praying to the Father and and trusting the Father to supply in all that he needs and, and trusting the Father in every day as he goes forward, living his life and fulfilling the will of the Father, trusting the Father to help him, to lead him, to guide him, to answer him, to strengthen him, to supply, and etc, etc. All that God the Father was for Jesus, the Son. We can understand now through the Holy Spirit and the scriptures. He wants to be that same father for you and for me. Or oh, just read how dependent the son was upon the father. He didn't want to do anything without the father's blessing. Or without it coming and deriving from the Father himself. And so we must live today. That we want to do all that the Father wants to do. And we don't want to do anything that the Father doesn't want to do. We want to have everything that the Father wants to give us. And we don't want anything that the Father would not want to share with us. We want to live under his covering. We want to walk in his paths. And all that he was for Jesus, he wants to be for us. All that he has in glory, in eternity, in riches, he wants to put to the disposal of our faith. Now, oh, these things are, I'm just, I mean, we are used to this preaching. At least I think many hear these kind of messages before, and we hear them all the time, and we even pray and proclaim it with our own mind, but but do we understand what this means? That our glorious Father and all that he has, he is giving to the disposal of our faith that we may put a claim on it. That we may ask him, that we may walk in it trusting that he will supply, and he will give, and he will help, and he will rescue, and he will lead, and he will guide. He himself said, I will be your guide. Isn't that, I mean, he could send an angel, he could, you know, he gave us his word, do it with the word that is written down. But you know, he said, no, I will personally be your guide. I mean, if I come to the palace, can you believe the king himself opening the door for me? The king himself serving me. I don't think that's the way it goes in the palace. They have servants for all these things. But here God... Himself says, I will be your guide. He himself, he said, I am your protection. I'm your hedge, a hedge around you for protection. He himself speaks to us. He is always available to listen to our prayers. And this brings me to another wondrous point here in chapter 2, verse 18 of that same book of Ephesians. It says, for through him, we both have access to the Father by one Spirit, through Christ. We have access to the Father by one Spirit, through the Holy Spirit. So it's always through the Holy Spirit. It's always through Jesus Christ. But yet, it says we have access to the Father. That's Another thing that that should change your whole mind your thinking your way of praying you know if there's one thing all religions have in common is they all pray and one is praying to a statue others are praying to dead gods but Do we realize today that Christ is alive? Yes, he died on the cross. But after three days, he rose again. And through Jesus, we have access to the eternal God. And we may come and say, our Father. Oh, that should change your prayer. You know, some people, they pray prayers. And I know in their heart, they're upright and and beautiful people. but, But they miss revelation. They miss life as they are just praying in a repetition some of these prayers that are given to us like the our father but some other religions they have they have these prayers that somebody wrote for them and they are just praying and praying and praying like an automated machine these prayers you know and just sending them out sending them out but praise god that when we say father i come to you in jesus name in that instant we are transported And we are standing now, not just in this room, in this place, but we are standing before our heavenly father and his ear is open to us. And we may share with him. We may fellowship with him. We can share our fears, our doubts, problems, needs, but also our joys and our thanksgiving and our praise for him. And we can shout hallelujah. And we can whisper. And we can let a tear drop down because of the things that are going on in or around our life. And we can kneel before him and we can just soak in that blessing, soak in that holiness, soak in that goodness, Goodness, that love that favor of the father to us our prayer life is not some dead ritual or religious thing that we are doing shouting out aloud or praying to a statue which is dead and cannot do anything we are in fellowship with God who is spirit and who is alive this day. hallelujah oh my prayer life your prayer life it should be the most enthusiastic or the greatest moment, the greatest time of the whole day, hallelujah, that you are fellowshipping and talking with your eternal heavenly Father. Oh, and he knows, he knows what we are praying. He understands what we are praying and he's helping us, hallelujah. Well, you know, I don't know, maybe if you think of father, then you say, well, John, I didn't have such a good father and maybe that's why you have a hindrance. Because when you think of father, it brings pain. It brings bitterness. It brings anger. Because you had a father who beat you. You had a father who was never there. You had a father who wasn't a great example, who never taught you anything, or at least who did not teach you the way and the path that brings blessing and good things into your life. Maybe he was a bad example, showing you a lifestyle that just brought you pain and suffering and and tears. Oh, my dear friends, then you need... God as a father even more so to start to understand how wonderful it is to be in a perfect relationship with the perfect God. Oh yes, he makes all things perfect, hallelujah. And so it's important, but also, fathers that are listening to this program, you are not just shaping your child's mind of a earthly relationship between a father and a child, between a marriage, a husband and a wife. You are also being an example, showing them how the heavenly father can be and wants to be in their life. So it's a very important role. That's why you need the Holy Spirit. That's why you need help. That's why you need to know the word of God, that you can be a good father. And if necessary, tell your child sorry and tell them that you didn't do the best job. Maybe you didn't give them the best example, but help them to understand that God as a father is perfect. And my dear friends, Those that are sitting alone at home, maybe you are a believer and maybe you accepted the Lord and maybe you're watching broadcasts or you're listening to broadcasts and preaching and sermons and worship services and prophets, et cetera, et cetera. And you're living alone your life with the Lord. Let me tell you something. If God is your father, if God is my father, what does it make us? It makes us brother and sister of each other. And so isn't it a sad thing if you have God as a father, I have God as a father, and so many others have God as a father, but we're living our own separate life, alone, going through the struggles in life, alone in life, trying to find the way and, and make it in, in, in this life in the best way we can, While we have such a big family that we are part of, God brought us into his family and the family of God. Yes, there's also some bad things there and some splits sometimes. And there's some, I I, I don't need to tell all these things. Things happen in a family, but yet God is our father. And there are great things that come about in our life when we Enter into that relationship with each other as brother, as sister. In that relationship together with God as our father. That we can serve each other, help each other, encourage each other, correct each other. Be there for each other. Oh, isn't it wonderful to have brothers and sisters who are walking the same path, who love God in the same way, who are wanting to serve him also. Oh, please know and understand that God brought us in the family, his family, and he wants us to gather together. He wants us to worship together. He wants us to work together, to walk together in the light, in the truth, proclaiming that wondrous gospel that God loves all human beings and wants to bring them into his family by the sacrifice of his son. Well, it also says that we must thank God. Yes, it says in Ephesians five twenty. it says, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Always giving thanks for everything. <laughs> yeah, I knew someone and That person made it a point. Whatever happened in life, he would thank God. When the factory burned down, he gave thanks to God. When his wife was sick, he gave thanks to God. When his children chose to go a wrong path, he gave thanks to God. And I don't mean this in a wrong way, like maybe you would imagine now, like, thank you, Father, that they're going a wrong path. Not in that way. But he would not blame God, get angry at God. But he would thank God and say, God, my factory burned down. I don't know what to do. My business, the finances. But I thank you that I'm alive. I thank you that I'm not alone right now. I thank you that I'm here. And when his wife got sick, oh, Father, I thank you that even though I don't understand how this could come into our house, how she could be so sick and even die. How I could be left alone without her. I need her so much, but I'm so thankful I'm not alone now. You are with me and you will make this whole thing work out for the good for my life because I know that you love me. Father, I thank you that even though my children chose to go a wrong path, you will never let them go. I cannot hold on to them anymore. I cannot bring them into the house of the Lord and push them to their knees, but you, by the Holy Spirit, will wake them up in the night. I thank you, Father, that I have you, that you are with me, that you always help me, that you always have good things in store for me, that you have good plans for my life, and that whatever is negative and comes to my doorstep, you will make me a conqueror. You will give me victory. You will enable me to step over and upward and over these things. You will help me, Father to overcome these things you will help me father that these things that are meant to make me stumble will become a stepping stone for me to rise up to the occasion because you are with me and you will help me hallelujah i thank you father always in everything oh father today i'm praying for my listeners Oh, that they may know through the Holy Spirit, if they are your children, that they may know in a greater measure the dimension. Oh, that it is so much larger and so much greater that you are our Father and that we are your child. That you, Lord, will help us in all things, at all times, Lord. And you will make us a victor. You will give us the victory, Lord, and you will let your blessing be upon us. But Father, I also pray for those that have left you the prodigal sons, the prodigal daughters who have turned their backs to you. Maybe they are going their own path because of some disappointment in the family of God. Maybe because their heart got pulled towards the materialism in this world. But today, Lord, as they are watching this program, let them hear your voice who's crying out, my son, my daughter, I long for you to come home. I have a better life for you than you're living right now. I love you so much, I will restore Restore you, cleanse you, and help you to overcome this in your life. Or those that maybe have never accepted this revelation, yet that they now, Lord, will open their hearts and let Jesus come into their life and that they will accept you, God, not only as a creator of this world, also as the Heavenly Father. Lord, let them come into this wondrous relationship that you have given us. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, I thank you for this. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Do you wish to listen to more messages? Go to themessagestation.com. Also visit us at maasbach.com.